Hello, everyone, and welcome to Leadership Link. Leadership Link is a ministry of Journey in the Word, where we look at leadership principles that encourage and challenge leaders in the marketplace, community, and in the home. I'm Craig Hamlin, and I'm your host for Episode 7, where we want to look at the leader's boldness. Boldness in leadership is, for some, it comes off as arrogance or crudeness, and that can oftentimes be the case. However, it doesn't have to be. Sometimes a leader's boldness is one of their greatest strengths. I was reminded of that when I read an article about this by Bob Pritchard, who described a friend of his by the name of David F. Dixon. Pritchard described Dixon as a bold leader, not because of his ability to make bold decisions, but his ability to trust in and follow through on bold vision. Listen to Pritchard's account of Dixon's bold leadership. He said, Boldness builds leadership, but rashness destroys it. Discerning between the two is critical. My life and business career have been blessed by associations with bold leaders. Among those, David Dixon stands out as perhaps the boldest. I can still remember when he said, Hey, Bob, we're going to build the world's greatest stadium, and we're going to build it in downtown New Orleans. Sure, Dave, I ticked off all of the problems in my head. Like, Louisiana is an unlikely place for the world's largest stadium. New Orleans is among the smallest television markets. And to top it off, I knew that voters in the northern part of the state rarely supported projects in New Orleans. The whole idea seemed far-fetched to me. None of that, however, deterred Dave Dixon from following through with his vision. And the Superdome in New Orleans stands as a monument to his boldness while it continues to serve the people in Louisiana. Pritchard goes on to describe a story in the life of Jesus when his disciples faced a massive group of hungry people. The disciples could only see the people, but their leader could see the solution. He called them to do the impossible, feed the people with only scraps. But they forgot what their master could do and what he had already done, which was far harder than feeding over 5,000 with scraps. Jesus told them, you feed them. Pritchard makes this insight. By saying you feed them, Jesus did three things. One, he imparted a vision that only he could see. Number two, he delegated full authority to his subordinates to accomplish the task at hand. And number three, he allowed them to share fully in the fulfillment of the vision. Pritchard says, when Dave Dixon told me that we were going to build a great domed stadium in downtown New Orleans, It was also a bold, not a rash statement, one that reflected a bold vision. Although he certainly did not have the perfect forethought of Jesus, Dave knew we were going to build the stadium. This kind of knowledge is called leadership, bold leadership. You know, everywhere you turn, people are looking and needing bold leadership. Whether it is in the home, the community, the marketplace, or among the church, People are looking for men and women who will boldly lead a people toward a vision greater than themselves. We have seen this kind of leadership in men like Martin Luther King Jr., who led the country to think beyond the color of a person's skin to the character of their conduct and dream of a time when all people would truly be treated as equal. We've seen this kind of leadership in Candace Leitner, whom, after her daughter was killed by a drunk driver, advocated for stricter laws and started the organization Mothers Against Drunk Drivers, or bold leaders who across history, such as Winston Churchill, FDR, 
Nelson Mandela, John F. Kennedy, and those who would make an impact without saying very much, such as Rosa Parks, exhibited bold leadership in the face of unbelievable obstacles. These are just a few examples of leaders who led with courage and vigor, but who in the face of struggle and painful choices, boldly set out to lead with vision while determining to accept the consequences of failure and giving credit where credit was due. President Ronald Reagan said, The greatest leader is not necessarily the one who does the greatest things. He is the one that gets the people to do the greatest things. What vision are your people hearing and seeing from you? Are they doing the greatest things? Lead them this, this week with boldness, not rashly, but wisely. Hey, if you want to learn from the master of leadership, read the book of Proverbs in the Bible and follow up with a group of leaders who can encourage you and challenge you. Hey guys, thanks for listening today. Please let us know how you like Leadership Link. Follow us on Spotify, iTunes podcast, or through our website, journeyintheword.com. Like, subscribe, and share so that we can reach more people with Leadership Link. Until next time, God bless you in all that you do. Have a great week.